Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the SVT Sports Podcast. I am here with Sam and Tyler. How's it going, fellas? What's going on, brother? Hey, what's up, Vince? Hey, and we also have Tim on the ones and twos. I like that thing, that phrase. I'm keeping it. It's staying in. How's it going, Tim? Wooka, 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 wooka. Doing good. It's getting hot in here. That's very. Um, if you hear episode. It's yeah, yeah. We're recording this on Labor Day and it is hot as balls in the Bay Area. So uh, if you hear a fan in the background, shut the hell up. You didn't hear anything. Let us be. OK, sound good. <laughs> Sounds good. I'll be honest with you. When we're done with this podcast, I'm going back to my cousin's house because they have a pool and I'm probably going to go jump right back into it. Out of bed. Do it. That's awesome. Sounds great. You know, you know what? Uh, we sh- uh, some We got some hot stuff to jump into speaking of right now and that is the nfl season is starting um so here we are it's been a a a lot of talking about all kinds of preseason games and which players are on which teams and uh well the time has come we're here the nfl season is starting and it is time for our little preview and the first thing i wanted to do is just hit hit some of these notes um tyler your boys made a little bit of a trade what happened um, yeah, we uh, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, it is what it is. But the Eagles traded uh, Rager to the Vikings for conditional picks and things of that nature and swap picks. But um, it the only thing that stings about that most is that the Eagles passed up on Justin Jefferson to trade Rager. And now the Vikings have Justin Jefferson and Rager. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Rager uh, just has not really lived up to expectations uh, since coming into the league a couple of years ago. So um, it feels like they're, I mean, they, they, they've raised, raised the white flag. They're, they're, they officially gave up on him, I guess. So send them to the Vikings, maybe, you know, get something for him. So. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, now that Brown's there, you know, and, and Devonte Smith is there um, clearly Devonte Smith has made himself the number one, wide receiver uh, well, well we'll see what this year has to bring but between Rager and Devontae Smith Devontae was clearly the number one wide receiver so oh absolutely yeah, yeah so it, it makes sense uh Rager was due for a contract this year why be stuck on the hook see what you can get for him and you know try not to screw up the draft like you did last time right <laughs> uh that's a running theme uh in Philly huh you have draft problems uh yeah who's and- in charge Draft problems and uh, another sh- uh, breakout news that's that's somewhat Philly related. Uh, Jason Peters do agreed to sign a contract with the Dallas Cowboys, and um, he's now going to be on the enemies team. So that yeah, should be fun. F- future Hall of Famer, and he's yeah. uh, he's not he he just freely signed with the enemy. Um, sucks to sucks to be you, you know. I mean, it's okay. Jason Peters probably one of the best, but you know cannot afford that contract. And if Dallas can afford it. Go for it. And I ain't mad at it. Go get your money. Just sucks. You're going to be in that color, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't like it when any players go to Dallas. Um, as I've said before, I've hated the Dallas Cowboys since 1971. Um, and that then for those doing the math, uh, that's 15 years before I was born. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, how old are you? Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? How old are you? Uh, I was like, yeah, just, just, you know, steaming mad at the Cowboys 15 years before I was born, just hating those fuckers. So yeah. Just swimming around in hate. Just, yeah. Hate, just, hate, just, 
you know, just like the 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 dark Brandon memes, but it's dark Vinny, like just seeing red, like red glowing eyes whenever I think about the stupid cowboys. And your parents were like, I f- there's a disturbance in the force. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get this one out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh sam uh you guys yeah you may let's see your raiders they released leatherwood and the bears picked him up uh on his contract what do you what do you say about that what's going on there uh mcdaniels is cleaning house dude he's getting rid of these guys that you know probably shouldn't have been drafted so high i mean the raiders have since 2019 2020 have some of the worst draft picks in the first round, um, especially under the Mayock and Gruden era. Um, I mean, the 2020 draft is just completely gone. Um, so he's he looked inconsistent his rookie year. Um, he never used his hands, man. He's, he's awful. Um, they tried to put him inside. He couldn't handle it inside. And I, I think even though it's a different coaching staff, it's a different um, – general you know operate the whole thing is different um you still wouldn't want to give up on a young guy uh that you just took the year before even with a new regime um i just think he didn't make the cut like they didn't see it in him maybe his career pans out maybe he does better with chicago um you know you hate to see guys like just go away in the league you know when when you see somebody get drafted you know you want everybody to do well unfortunately it's just not going to happen. Um, yeah, but they, you know, they're not losing much. He, he wasn't a very good player at this point, um, but I am high on the Raiders. I am high on uh, what McDaniels is doing. That's good to hear. I'm glad you're, you're enjoying that because uh, there are some other news earlier this week that's going to affect the Raiders. And that's the Denver Broncos quarterback, Russell Wilson agreed to a five-year extension, 245 Why? mil a piece, um, so basically 49 mil a year. Um, for a guy who guaranteed. hasn't played one snap for your team yet. You don't even, I mean, I know Russell Wilson, but come on, man, we're at the tail end. Uh, well, I mean, it's, it, it's to really, it's an arms race. I mean, Denver for like, they've tried to draft quarterbacks like a, a lot and every single time they, they fuck it up. So at this point, like, I mean, they're, they're going big game hunting and they did it before with Peyton uh with Peyton Manning and they're doing it now with Russ Wilson. Uh that that nerd is getting paid. So uh good for him, I guess. <laughs> and good for me that he's out of the division. So uh I don't have to deal with his ass except this year because the, the AFC West and the NFC West are playing each other. So uh you know that'll be fun. <laughs> what else we got on here? What what's uh, this uh okay so um uh one little mini game uh i wanted to bring up is uh there's a statistic where since 1990 every season there's been four teams that have made the playoffs that were not playoff teams the year before Mm. and so i'm looking at last year's playoff teams and i'm wondering who like like who's going to make the the playoffs that didn't last year i guess and so i've got four teams that I'm looking at making the playoffs this year that didn't last year. Um, first off, I'm saying the Denver Broncos with Russell Wilson, That's that puts them over the top, that gets them in the playoffs. Um, I think Indianapolis Colts, they should have been in the playoffs but couldn't handle business against the Jaguars. They improved their quarterback. 
and I think they get in. And the Los Angeles Chargers, I think, are the third team from the AFC that get in that weren't in last year. And so that obviously means like some teams are that made the playoffs are not going to make it. So I actually have the Steelers, Patriots, and the Raiders all not making the playoffs this year. Um, as for the NFC side, I think the Arizona Car- Cardinals fall out and the Minnesota Vikings are in. So those are my four teams, uh, Colts, Broncos, Chargers, and Vikings are your new playoff teams this year. Ooh. What do you guys think? I was, it's hard for me to bet against the Raiders in uh, Arizona, especially how Hopkins is going to come back in week seven, you know, and they could, they could be buried already at that point though. I mean, we'll have to see how it plays mm-hmm. out. I just, I don't think, um, uh, I, I don't think Arizona is quite as good. I think they played over their heads a little bit last year, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Pittsburgh is not making the playoffs this year. I, I'm I'm going to go out and uh, and uh, stick my neck out and say uh, Pittsburgh will not make it. Yeah. Ooh. Hmm. This is a tough one, man. What yeah. are my options on the on the AFC again? Uh, um, that, so, that didn't so, make it. Uh. Well. Okay. Well, I, I think it's easier to say who did. So the the because uh, there's seven of them versus the other nine. I guess. Oh, I guess mm. it's not that bad. Um. So the Buffalo Bills, Bengals, Titans, and Chiefs, and the Steelers, Patriots, and Raiders were your playoff teams last year. Mm. So, so you're looking at the Dolphins could be one. I didn't, I didn't put them in, but that's one that could be in, you know, um, the Baltimore Ravens, the Jets. <laughs> I'm sorry. I tried, I tried to say it without laughing. I couldn't. Um, it, in my opinion, I think, um, I think New England and Pittsburgh are out. Mm-hmm. And the new bloods coming in for this year is gonna. I'm gonna go on a limb and say Miami, and then I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, uh, "Ooh, um, I think Denver." Okay, I mean Denver makes a lot of sense. I, a lot of people are picking that. Um, so I'm you on limb say that? Yeah. All right. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm so... gonna say I'm gonna say Miami and and Denver. Okay. And what about uh, the NFC side? Who's in, who's out? Um, Dallas is out. Okay. I think, yeah, I think Dallas is out. And I think the Chargers are in. Well, Chargers Chargers are AFC. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, not the Chargers. The no, 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 no. That can't be right because the Rams made it in last <laughs> the, year. The Rams were the Super Bowl champs last year. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, yeah. I can't. I'm, I can't pick anyone on the NFC East outside of Philadelphia. <laughs> right. And they were in last year. Uh. Let's go. Was was the Saint? I'm uh, not the Saints. Yeah. The Saints was, did not make the playoffs last year. Yeah, I'm going to go Dallas out, Saints in. Okay. I, you know what? People are going to hate me on this one, but I don't care. I'm going to say Tampa out and uh... – oh, man. Well, Tampa out, that means you have the Saints then winning the uh, division. You have them winning division. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Hmm. Tick tock, tick tock. This is tough, man. This is tough. 
to I, it, it's an interesting question but uh it happens every year since 1990 without fail so this is something that you can bank on it's gonna happen i'm, like, I'm gonna go vikings, vikings in vikings in vikings are in and who's out in their place uh out in their place is gonna be uh tampa bay is out dallas is out vikings in saints in okay all right sounds great uh sam how about you what do you think all right uh just reset who did you have in so i i had the colts broncos chargers and vikings um you had colts broncos chargers i have it skewed i don't have two and two i have three afc teams changing and one nfc team changing i'm sorry what was the last team uh vikings oh vikings and then tyler who did you have uh i had uh, on the NFC, I had the Vikings and the Saints in. And on the AFC, I said Miami and Denver in. Miami and Denver. Well, I think the Colts are in and the Chargers are in. I don't think the Broncos are going to make it. I think the Vikings are going to be in. And, I, you know, I li- I'm interested in the Saints. I'll take the Saints. All right. So just to stir the pot, who's out for you then, Sam? If the Colts and the Chargers are in, um, who's who's out? Uh, I, d- I think uh, Kansas City is going to – something's going to happen in Kansas City. Uh, I'm worried about – that whole organization right now, honestly, uh, they traded their best wide receiver. I think Juju Smith is a, a great addition. Um, but there's some, uh, there's some question marks there. Um, their offensive line is, uh, still questionable. Um, I don't think they did much to improve their defense. I think they're still riding high on, um, Andy Reed being a, a great coach and having uh, Patrick Mahomes. I think it's going to be a statistical team. Uh, but I don't think they're going to be as good as they they were the past couple of years. Mm, okay, that's rough for me because I have Patrick Mahomes in both of my leagues. <laughs> I think he's going to ball out. I I think he's going to ball out, but I don't think they did enough. I think teams are getting better, yeah, at defending him, and that's not to say he's not going to be MVP candidate or do really well. Um, but with a longer season, uh, injuries are going to happen. He's battled through injuries, and that's to say every team's going to have injury problems, right? But I just think the AFC West um, as a whole did so much to improve. Uh, so I think they're going to beat the hell on each other. Um, and I think the two most improved teams, I know uh, the Broncos added Russell Wilson, uh, but I, I – I'm not really uh, trusting a rookie head coach um, in Denver. And I think the Raiders, uh, I think there's something with Josh McDaniels. I think Derek Carr over the next, you know, two seasons or so, you're going to probably see the best version of Derek Carr because he wants to, he's a robot. He just wants to be what's interesting. If you look at the stats of Derek Carr, uh, he had his MVP run season with Jack Del Rio. uh, Then he broke his foot. Um, yeah, right back, at the end. Yeah, right at the end. And he came back the following year 
And what was the biggest criticism was he wasn't getting the ball downfield. But even under the Jack Del Rio uh, regime, Derek Carr still didn't get the ball downfield. One thing that John Gruden did get right in his coaching tenure or his second time around was he did get Derek Carr to get the ball downfield. Um, so I think Derek Carr is maturing into a player that he knows how to win in different ways. My biggest criticism was fumbles. It's not really the interceptions, it's the fumbles. Um, you know, because the, the interceptions are situational. If it's third and long and you throw, you take a shot at the end zone, you throw a pick, that's almost like a punt. You know, it sucks, but it, it, it's a, you know, you try to thread the needle on something, you turn it over on a deep third down or, you know, something of that nature. Um, you know, it, it's a momentum shift, but, you know, it, it, it's situational. It's the fumbles that, really bother the hell out of me with with Derek Carr's game um and I think Josh McDaniels has matured since his time in Denver um I think he's not trying to coach the entire team he's coaching the offense he's kind of being a good CEO checking in on the different departments um they got a hell of a defensive uh coordinator so I think the defense is going to improve just enough they got they got playmakers on defense. They're going to be able to get after these quarterbacks. Um, you know, I know San Diego added Khalil Mack, but, you know, the Raiders front seven is is going to get after it. And they have plenty of offensive weapons. Um, so I think they're going to be – the AFC West is just going to be the Wild West. It's top to bottom the, the best division. So I just think Kansas City is going to be that team that regresses. Um and it may be surprising for some. It may be surpri- not surprising for others. But at some point, a lot of these teams come back to earth for, for a short term. Um, and I just think there's a lot going on in uh, Kansas City that's going to start pulling them back. Well, thank God I drafted Kyler Murray as well in that, in that other league that I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to use Kyler Murray as a trade bait and just see what I can get out of him. You know, right. hoping to get a better running back or a better wide receiver. But yeah. maybe I'll just keep him. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, so Sam, you have the Chiefs out. Um, who's the other team that you have out? Because you have the Colts and the Chargers making it. So um that's gotta offset two teams. So you got the the Chiefs out. Who's out? Who else? Uh who are the teams that made it? I don't have this in front of me. Um, okay, so last year it was the Bills, Bengals, Titans, Chiefs, Steelers, Patriots, Raiders. Uh Titans are out. Titans. Yeah. So the Steelers make it back in again, huh? Oh, I forgot about the Steelers. No, the Steelers are out. They stink. <laughs> I mean, you could pick a third team from the AFC to make it in. Uh, no, I'll stick with my picks. All right. So you're saying Chiefs and Steelers are out. Colts and Chargers are in. Yep. Okay. And as for the NFC, so you have the Vikings and the Saints in. Who's out? Um, and who are year, the winners? La- last year's uh, playoff teams were the Cowboys, Eagles, Packers, Bucks, Rams, Niners, and Cardinals. I don't think the Packers make it. Um, Ooh, really? I just so, think, man, that <laughs> offensively, I think, I think that that's another franchise. The wheels are coming off the bus, uh, but the wheels been falling off of that franchise forever. And somehow, some way, Aaron Rodgers just wheels this fucking team yeah. to the playoffs. Also, also, I think this defense, the Packers' defense, has uh, improved a lot too. So, I mean, that that's something that could help balance some of the losses on offense. Is being able to, you know, hold teams down who's, a little bit more. Who's in their division? 
Um, so you have the Vikings, uh, the Lions, and the Bears. Oh my! Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Lions now. and the Lions and the Bears stink. Yeah. So there's probably uh, the Lions are going to be the Lions are going to be the best six win team this year. I'm calling yeah, that sure. right now. Like, like that's a team. Like they they're not going to quit. They're just not good. You know. For so. sure. All right. Okay. Maybe the Packers are in. All right. What are my other options? All right. Cardinals, Niners, Rams, Bucks, Eagles, and Cowboys are the other six teams. Uh, that cannot make it, right? That, yeah, because you're putting the Saints and the oh, Vikings Cardinal, in. Cardinals are not making it. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, good thing I drafted Kyler Murray. Yeah, Card- <laughs> Cardinals are not making it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a tough one. I think Arizona's the only wild card, and Hopkins being out for seven weeks, yep, that's rough. Yeah, so then you're looking at uh, – you got one other team to not make it for the NFC. Um, I think the Rams are still going to make it. Mm-hmm. You can say the Eagles. Yeah, right. the Eagles. You, you, Eagles look pretty good, though. We also picked up another safety, a really good one. I can't believe the Saints just gave him away too. That's a crazy thing too. But we maybe they, up that back line. <laughs> maybe they know something you don't. I don't know. That's true. Uh, who who else can I pick? Uh, Cowboys, Eagles, Packers, Bucks, Rams, and Niners. I picked the Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, I picked the I Cowboys the not Cowboys. because I'm they... I'm biased. It's just that they didn't really do anything to impress me this offseason to like I sure up that, what they had. I think last year they blew their pay- playoff run because of Mike McCarthy, and they're gonna blow their season because of Mike McCarthy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean they don't they don't have or what's his name um, Cooper is in call in Cleveland, you know Gallup really hasn't panned out, you know Ezekiel Elliott is he's I think he's come down from where he was honestly and uh, I think Dak Prescott is just he's gonna be a baller but there's nothing really around him that I'm like that's gonna make Dak Prescott look even better than what he was. There's nothing around him. I really, I just don't think Dak Prescott was ever a top tier quarterback. I think he's like a second tier quarterback. Because I don't put Derek Carr as a top tier quarterback. He's he's not a Aaron Rodgers. He's you know, he, yeah, he's not. He's uh, yeah, and I don't, it, I don't, I don't, I don't think uh, Dak Prescott's that either. Uh, I, I, I mean, we're we're talking. There's there's also a different conversation to be had to NFL good versus fantasy good. You know, correct. So, so I mean, and that, like, like for example, um, your quarterback Jalen Hurts in uh, in Philly. That's a guy yeah. that's going to be really good for fantasy. We still don't know if he's going to be good for the NFL. Yeah, I, 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 I don't peg him as a higher echelon type of quarterback. But you put him around the good talents, you can make anyone look better than what they were. You know, right? But yeah, but but yeah, he's not going to be a goat player. I don't, I don't think uh, Dak Prescott's going to be a goat player. But but speaking of goat players, though. Um, I see that we're on the hunt with Albert Pujols. My man is at 695. Wait, hold on, hold on. I'm not done with NFL yet. Oh. I'm not done. We, we, we have <laughs> He's to got actually, more to say. I have more to say. We'll get to Albert Pujols. He's doing great things. I love him. Hold on. Hold the phone. Um, we need to pick. Uh, uh, we, we picked who's in, who's out of the playoffs. Now let's pick uh, Super Bowl. Who, who are you playing? Who are you having the Super Bowl? Damn. And who, uh, who's winning the hey. whole thing? 
already um yeah i mean it's this is the time pick your you know you you pick who you think is going to be your division winners and who's your you know all of that stuff this is the time to do it you get on these you plant your flag now so that way we know just like we did at the beginning of the uh, baseball season you know come on man this is for you know so you can be like yeah i was right i was right back then you can point to it all right, so I mean, Ugh, uh, so, yeah, that's right. Um, uh, you know what? I'll go first. Um, I, I think that uh, my division winners are the Eagles, Packers, Bucks, and Rams. Uh, my and the East, uh, excuse me, for the AFC, I have the Bills, the Bengals, the Colts, and the Chiefs. Uh, and then my playoff teams are the Titans, Broncos, and uh, Chargers. Those are my wild card teams. Uh, my wild card teams in the NFC are the Vikings, Niners, and Cowboys. Which- we're just picking Super Bowl winners, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm just, I'm okay. just telling you like where my brain is at right now. So I'm looking okay. at my list, and I think that my, uh, my Super Bowl teams are going to be the Bills and the Niners because I can't help myself. I'm gonna do it. I'm calling for the Bills and the Niners, uh, and I have, and I'm, the- I, I'm not gonna not pick the Niners. I think the Niners yeah. are finally due for number six, right now. The NFC is such a toss up, though. Yeah, like I want to pick the 49ers. I do, but I don't know your quarterback well enough to to, to pick that. Um, I want to pick the Rams. That. Yeah, I want to pick the Rams, but I, I don't think they did anything. Just spend a hell of money on players that I feel like maybe getting overpaid, in my opinion. So I'm probably going to say. Fuck, and I already exited out Tampa. I, yeah. I'm going to say Cincinnati and the Rams. With Cincinnati finally pulling it, and and the so Iceman's going to do you're, it. You're calling for the rematch, but Cincinnati yeah. winning this time. But Cincinnati okay. winning this time, yeah. All right, Sam, who do you got? I definitely have the Buffalo Bills. Okay. And this is going to be a shocker. the The Buffalo Bills are going to win it, and they're going to okay. beat. Sorry, Vince, the Forty ers That's okay. You can go fuck yourself, but I totally understand why you would say that. Honestly, though, like I, I just want to see a Buffalo Cincinnati playoff game again, championship play. That was, oh, that I, that I want to see that. that that AFC title game was phenomenal, and yeah. I yeah inject that straight into my veins. Um, yeah, I would love to watch that. I didn't want anyone in to lose. I think that was a Super Bowl right there, in my opinion. I mean, I think the Forty ers get there, and they lose another Super Bowl with Jimmy G. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. again <laughs> why why <laughs> oh god i thought he was second string by balls. now oh he is second string but uh t- <laughs> but sam's calling for him to take over starting at some point i'm uh, saying he's gonna take it over because of injury there's already reports going out saying that trey lance was annoyed that they re-signed and i know that that's not coming from the horse's mouth but the fact that those articles are being out there that's just got to weigh on a fucking team. If you keep, how dare those. you call Trey Lance a horse? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we we've concluded our NFL preview. Just to recap, um, I have the Bills and the Niners in the Super Bowl. Niners winning. Tyler has a rematch of last year's Super Bowl. Bengals pulling it out this time over the Rams. And Sam has the Bills and the Niners, but the Bills winning. And that's uh, that's our recap and uh, friendship over. So uh, here we go. <laughs> well, 
I was going to say, like, do we want to put it out to the audience, see what they think, you know, put it up oh, on Twitter? Uh, absolutely. You know? Yeah, we can. We will absolutely do that. Uh, the, the fans can tell us where we went horribly, horribly wrong and uh, and just roast us alive. And we are always welcome to hear uh, constructive or non-constructive feedback if, at this point. Um, yeah, just go ahead and go all in on us. Tell us why we're wrong. Tell us why. Uh, the Chicago Bears are actually going to make a run this year. I would love to hear that argument, you know, or whoever, you know. Well, since since we're we're talking about horses here, and and, and Sam was talking about horses, are we free to talk about goats? Can yeah, I go back to my let's, goat? Let's, yeah, let's go back to Albert Pujols, um, the man, Pujols. the myth, the legend. Pujols. He, the number uh, six nine five. Yep, yeah, he's five away from seven hundred. He's Dude, got, it's getting close. I don't know if he. I don't know if he's gonna do it. I think. I think he will. I think he will. He's got like almost four weeks left to do it. Um, but he's slowed I, down. Oh, uh, he has. Uh, let's let's just take a quick look. How many? Uh, the Cardinals are leading their division right now. So there's. Uh, um, let me just. Uh, let me see how many games they've played so far. Uh, this is great radio, by the way. Um. So they're 79 and 56 uh, uh, at the moment. Uh, that's 135 games played total. Um, they have 27 games left. Five home runs in 27 games. That's Aaron what he Judd, has to do. But we also got to talk about Aaron Judge. We're going to talk about homers. Yeah. He's yeah. getting that record. Yeah, he's uh, he's going he's gonna, to uh, break the AL record for home runs in a season. Yep. Um, he's... He's what two ahead of the pace of yep. uh, and, and, and what's right the now? and what's the record the AL the, record the AL record is sixty one by Roger Maris uh, back in sixty one so um, so uh, I don't yeah. think he gets to seventy three but uh, yeah yeah that seems a little bit too much with you know twenty seven ish games left everybody's got about the same amount of games about four weeks left in the season is seventy three uh, I just don't a hot take out there is seventy three a true number or is there an asterisk next to that it has to it's be a true, true number. number. It's a true number to me. You guys don't um, go with a steroid asterisk. Nope. 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 Absolutely not. <laughs> Bring a them season back. Season to season. Because uh, honestly, pitchers were juicing too. So everybody was just so was talking the about commissioners. the hitters. Yeah. Everybody was talking about the hitters were juicing. Guess what? The pitchers were juicing too. Um, Roger Clemens's last four Cy, uh, Cy Youngs, those were all definitely juiced um, Cy Youngs. So uh, in my opinion, it, it's a level playing field. So yes, the seventy-three stands. It's a so, just so it's a, people it's a can know, like field, but it the, was the, at least the seventy-three is is Barry Bonds's record for those who don't know. So right. just want to put that out there. Now I agree with you guys that I think there shouldn't be an asterisk, but just kind of curious. But because my opinion, I don't care how much you're juicing, you still got to hit a two-inch little white stream and try and hit it out of the park. Which I don't think anyone could do this, whether you were juicing or not. You, you're not hitting off ball out of the field, probably even once out of 82 games. Yeah. Like, like for example, the, you know, us, if we were to start juicing right now, start taking steroids, it's going to do jack shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I might be right we'll just now get fatter right now. I could, pro- <laughs> I, I, I could probably hit the ball about 300 feet. Um, if I started juicing, like, that's what I'm saying. Like I have may, maybe maybe 350 if I get really really juiced and so there's a couple of home runs but I'm not going to be able to do that consistently. You anyways. still got to hit a 2-inch white ball yep. coming at you at 90 plus miles yep. an hour. You, you got to You got to square up a, a sphere with a cylinder and it's it's the single toughest thing to do in all of sports. So, yeah. 
Yeah, that's what it, if you do. If you exceed three out of ten times in your baseball career, you're a Hall of Famer. That's right. I say that all the time. That's my <laughs> saying. <laughs> all right, so uh, let's just do a quick standings check. And uh, so uh, the A's over the last week went two and four. Uh, they they dropped. They they picked up one game in Washington and one game in Baltimore. Um, but most of these losses for the A's, I mean, you got a five two loss in Baltimore. But then you also lost eight one. You got a five zero win. But when they're losing, it's not impressive, like at all. Like e- even though the win in Washington was ten six, so um, you know they're they're just uh, they're letting a lot of runs score. So it's it's not pretty. Yeah, we 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 caught the um, the Baltimore game, and uh, Seth Brown went like three for two with two home runs, or three for three for two. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Uh, yeah. three for. <laughs> I think he went three for four with, with two home runs, but uh, yeah, they're not, they're not good. You know, I mean, at this point, the A's, all they have to look forward to is being spoilers, you know, and yeah. Baltimore is trying to go to the playoffs. So yeah, right that's... now the, the A's have guaranteed themselves a losing season. They are, uh, they, they have 85 losses to get to 500. You can only have 81 losses. So yeah. So they've officially clinched a losing season. And they are in the cellar of the American League. They're a game and a half back from the Tigers from being able to climb out of dead last, uh, which yeah. at this point, I don't even want them to do it. Just stay, just get the best possible draft pick you can at this point. Um, yeah. What's you know, this that the A's are going to probably are the, the most, or let me rephrase, the A's are the more probable outcome of signing some. International oh, a player, guy. Yeah, some, some, but like spending the most money to get him doesn't sound I, right. It, you got to put an asterisk because it's we're talking a million and a half, so it, it's it like it, it's not a lot of money uh, for the Cuban internationals. I don't think it's been a long time since Cespedes commanded whatever the hell he commanded. It was you know tens of millions for Cespedes, and so that's not happening for this guy. Uh, so uh, yeah, yeah, I, I I briefly heard that, and I just I don't know. Even if the A's do sign him, great. Um, I don't see how it makes much of a difference in the day-to-day operations of the team. Um, so, yeah. So how are the how are the Giants doing? G- Giants are three and three in their last uh, the last week. They dropped all three games against the Padres, against Tyler's Padres, and then they won all three games against the Phillies. So. Uh, you know, very hot and cold uh, as they've been basically for the entire season. Uh, just checking the standings right now. The Giants are eight games back of a wild card spot. There's, you know, 20, 25, 27 games left to go. They're done. Uh, the only team out of the playoffs right now that could sneak in is the Brewers at this point for the National League. They're two games back of a wild card spot. Um, uh, they're they're a little bit further back. They're eight games back in the lost column to the uh, Cardinals. So if they're going to get in, they're going to get in via the wild card. As yeah, for the Dodgers, the, the Dodgers are so far away that like, yeah, uh, my Padres wild card. That's it. Yeah. It's only so, getting in. Yeah. Pod- Padres have a half game lead on the Phillies for the last wild card spot. The Braves are running away with the number one wild card spot. They're 10 and a half up on the Padres. So, so the, the Braves are in, Cardinals are in Mets are probably in uh, yeah, they hold God. That's what 11, no 12 game lead on Phillies. So yeah, Dodgers, Mets, Cardinals, Braves. They're all in. Now it's basically the Padres, Phillies and Brewers 
two of those teams will be in, one will not. As for the American League, we got the uh, the Yankees have been scuffling a lot. They've won the last two games, but before that, they've just had a really shitty August. It was really bad. They, I think they were like three and thirteen or something at one point. It was it was just nightmare fuel for New York Yankees fans, which uh, their tears tasted delicious. But <laughs> but basically, they went. You know, I mean, they were leading the planet. And now they're five games back on the Astros for the number one seed. Uh, Guardians are the uh, the central division nine. leader. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's you, you, the you central expect... is absolute hot hot garbage, man. Yeah, so I mean, the Twins and the White Sox, they're still in it. They're right there. They're like a game game and a half back of the in Guardians. My opinion, White Sox. I'm fine. Some people. I paid how much money to have this type of team, and I am subpar. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're they're at 500 right now. Um, and that's unacceptable for what we expected. Um, uh, the Orioles are actually only three and a half games out of a wild card spot, believe it or not. They're, I mean, they, they took two out of three against the A's. They're playing well. And um, the Blue Jays, Rays, and Mariners are your current wild card teams. But the Mariners are leading the pack, but they only have a game and a half lead on the Blue Jays. The Rays have a one game lead on the Blue Jays. So, the Orioles could make some noise. There's three, three and a half back with 20 something to go. That's I'm rooting for them. Yeah. yeah I'm rooting I, I for would... the Orioles. I'm, I'm rooting for the Mariners. Um, you know, the Mariners are not supposed to be here. I think they're a little ahead of schedule. In my opinion, the Rangers, someone's oh. getting fired there too. That's, that's half a million dollars, half a billion dollars. And you guys aren't even a 500 team. They've dropped eight in a row. It's that's insane. It, 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 it has gotten from bad to worse in Texas. I mean, we were already burying them before you know in the last couple of podcasts but they're done um <laughs> yeah they're done it's it, it, it like so, yeah people are losing jo- their jobs over there um i want to go back to the giants because okay, the giants stink okay they absolutely stink yeah uh do, i i know you guys don't keep up with every single beat heartbeat of of the giants but um this Farhan Zaidi, like I said this last week, I'm more interested in the business of what's going on over there than um, play on the field. You know, I, I, I catch a couple Giants games here and there. Um, you know, Bay Area Radio is dominated by San Francisco Giant um, sports talk radio, so I hear it all the time. And everything is being discussed as Farhan, Gabe Kapler, where do they go from here? And I have my personal opinion. I want to hear you guys first. Let's start with Vince. What do you guys think about this uh, Farhan Zaidi, Gabe Kapler, Giants? I, what would I you didn't, do moving forward? I, I didn't understand the Gabe Kapler hi, uh, hiring when it happened. Um, I, I I feel like they're if I was in charge, I think they get one more year to work it out. Like next year is like the show me year um, because they, they performed out of their minds last year. And so I, that shows a baseline of them being able to coach up guys, uh, being able to get guys to play above where we expect them to play. Like there is a little bit of leeway there. So I think I give them next year, but that seat starts to get awful toasty, just like my chair is right now in this apartment. <laughs> but that's because uh, of a heat wave. That's it's totally not because different. you're going to get fired. No, no, I'm not getting fired you from my apartment. In this podcast, buddy. That's right. You yeah, no, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. All good right. luck finding another V to replace me. 
<laughs> change Tyler all the uh, handy. Uh, yeah, no, Dave Kapler, it was a question mark when they hired him, but I, I, I get why they did. You know, with, with Bochi being out, they wanted a big name splash as a, as a head coach. And I think Dave Kapler, when he was the general manager for – I'm not general manager. When he was the head coach for the Phillies, you know, they went to the playoffs, you know, all four years. So I think there was something to be said about how he managed his games that maybe Farhan appreciated. Maybe he's a yes man. Maybe he was a metrics man. I don't know. I, I, I don't sit on the meetings. I don't, I don't know. But that hiring made sense for Farhan's guy. It didn't make sense for a Giants guy where we're used to Bochy, who was uh, I coach with my gut. And that just kind of wasn't what I was getting from that. But um, yeah, it's tough. I think this last week against the Phillies was kind of a more personal vendetta for, for um, the Giants as a whole, just because of where he came from, you know, the Phillies and whatnot. And, and the Phillies are very similar to the Giants. You know, they were supposed to have a more promising year this year. Um, I wouldn't say necessarily spent the same amount because obviously Philly spent more money, but Philly's underachieving as a team. And um, I'd say they're kind of, as far as the level right now, those are two similar teams of that they should be a little further along than what they are. Um, but yeah, Kapler's got to, he's got to show it next year. You know, he's got some young guys that didn't really pan out um, in their, in their coffee of, of coming up to the league this year. So next year they better be ready to go. Like there's no, well, maybe we can trade them. No, 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 no. These are your guys. You do not have a farm system. The Giants do not have a farm system. Those guys that were supposed to be maybe ready two years ago and ready this year are not ready. So next year, they better be ready to go. And if they're not, see you, Kapler. See you later. It's my opinion. Yeah, for sure. I I, I pretty much agree with the both of you. Um, I, I'll just say, Vince, like coaching up, I don't really want to give credit to Gabe Kapler for coaching up. Um, this guy pretty much runs his team out of a laptop and runs it out of a spreadsheet. Um, so, yeah, you know, I know baseball has gone the statistical route um, of, of everything, but, you know, the opposing club has those statistics too. So it's like now we're getting into like you're going to put a guy in because – He's going to hit the ball to the right side of the field 72% of the time against these types of pitches. Then they're going to counter with this type of pitcher. <laughs> you know what I mean? So no, that's, it's that's a, a fair point. Of, it's a battle of stats. And yeah. I think this season is more of the average median of what the Giants win total would have been. I think last season was the outlier. It was the one yeah. that was not true. And so I don't really... I agree with you that Gabe Kapler probably gets another year because of last year, uh, but I'm not going to give him credit for coaching. I give him credit for the stats. Huh. And now this year, the yeah. opposition matched those stats and he didn't make those adjustments. Somebody like that's fair. Bob Melvin in San Diego, he's making adjustments game to game. And at this point, wouldn't like even Mark Kotze for the A's, who are terrible, you could see that they're not always playing to stats. They're not always playing to the, you know, to to that game plan. So the A's are they stink, you know. <laughs> Even some of the young talent they have, I'm not really excited for. I could be wrong. I want to be fans of these guys, but 
some of the talent is not quite there yet. So I think Mark Kotze, even in his first season as a manager, is already a better manager than Gabe Kapler because that had question marks all over it. And uh, Tyler, I think I think he was only with the Phillies for two seasons, um, not four seasons. Oh, that's right. But he did make it to the playoffs both years with those. No, he only made it. I thought he made it. I thought he made no. both with Bryce. No, they they under they underperformed a lot. That's why he got that's why he got the axe. Mm. Was because they they stunk, and then now they got this uh, the manager last year and uh, for Philadelphia, and they were much better. Um, with Farhan though, just to close off on Farhan, I think Farhan gets another year as well, at least because. The whole Bochi thing was weird. He took over and Bochi stayed and then he got the pandemic year and then you got this Gabe Kapler situation and then you rolled the dice and you, you won a bunch of games last year. So the problem with Farhan is they had this plan that we're going to, we're going to keep our keystone players. So everybody has a feel good story. And then we're going to go out and make a bunch of trades. We're going to go find all these diamonds in the rough and nothing's really come of it. Like the magic that Farhan sold everybody or or everybody bought in on, you're not really seeing that magic. You're not really finding the diamonds in the rough right now. And the guys that are the top, top prospects are still a year away. You keep hearing they're not ready. They're not ready. So I, I just don't think they're going to have enough young enough talent coming up at the same time to put this thing together. Um it seems like that's kind of the trend in baseball right now is like you need a bunch of talent coming up at the same time. And I don't think the giants have enough. They might get one or one or two guys, but it's not a, it's not three, four, five guys coming up at the same time, like San Diego, Baltimore, um, Seattle. Um, they don't really have these guys coming up right now. And they're constantly coming up as the, uh, the runner up um, in the beauty pageant you know, uh, in the free agency. Um, so they're not able to get big time free agents and they're probably going to lose some free agents. They're number one starting pitcher right now. They're probably going to lose him too. So unfortunately I think but this whole thing is uh Farhan and Gabe Kapler will probably have one more year and we're moving on. They have to bear bear cannot. I also think too, the giants hiring, all those things kind of masked some stuff that bear had going on personally that were unfavorable in the news, but yeah, but that also could be another thing too. Okay. I think it's time to uh, move on to the NBA. We had one blockbuster trade that happened during this past week, the jazz giving away Donovan Mitchell. Uh, uh, What's going on here? What's what's going on, Tyler? Yeah. Donovan Mitchell. There's no shock that that Utah is looking to rebuild. Um, there was a big falling out with um, their big center and, and uh, Rudy Gobert and, and Donovan Mitchell. Uh, a lot of people, if you don't know or remember, like the start of COVID, or at least like when we were in the early phases of understanding what COVID was and what we were dealing with, um, Rudy Gobert called it basically a hoax and proceeded to touch every single person's microphone in a um, post-conference uh, interview. And then he ended up testing positive for COVID shortly afterwards. And a lot of people thought that that was very young, naive, stupid, whatever you want to call it. And Donovan Mitchell was not on board. And 
there's ultimatums being made throughout the seasons of last year and the year before that of it's either me or him, me or him. So they've decided it's none of you. So Rudy Gobert is no longer with, with them there. He's in um, um, uh, the Timberwolves. He's in Minnesota. And now Donovan Mitchell has been traded to uh, Cleveland. And in the return, they've got Colin Sexton, La- Lauren Markinen. They also Jazz get three unprotected um, uh, draft picks. And then they also are getting two draft swap picks, meaning better in the favor of, of whoever has the better option here. So, And whoever finishes better. They'll, exactly. They'll, they'll, they'll be the team that has uh, the worst. Yeah. Yeah. So whoever has the better draft pick goes to the Utah Jazz. So they'll switch. Co- correct. If, yeah. Yeah. Correct. So, I mean, I kind of wish I got to see more of the Utah f- phenomenon. I think it was fun. I like Spider Mitchell. I think he's a great player. I think he's a phenomenal player. Um, all things got to come to an end, man. Just like the Giants, man. You know, you got, you got your years to prove it. You didn't do anything with it. It's really hard to play in the West. You know, I mean, the Warriors are not a, a foregone conclusion that you're going to run a, run the tables back, you know. But um, I don't know. I'm curious to you guys. I, I threw it out in the dock there. I know there's so much talk about James Wiseman and, you know, the talent that he could be, the talent that he's not, whatever, right? But in your eyes, this season is the season that he's supposed to get it together or at least be able to play more than 20 games, right? What does James Wiseman have to do in your eyes to validate picking him number two overall as opposed to going with, you know, um, the ball brother that's in that's in uh, uh, Charlotte right now? I want to answer that, but I wanted to get a, a thought in about this trade real quick. I think it's a great trade for Cleveland. I think when you're tearing it down, it's a decent trade for the Utah Jazz. But the biggest loser is the New York Knicks. <laughs> That's the biggest fucking loser in this thing. It, this loser franchise. I mean, the mecca of basketball? Give me a break. Like, Jesus Christ, you were right there, and you were you're arguing over what? Like, just pull the trigger. Well, the, they also the they also it. had they four they had four draft picks this year and didn't draft anyone. They blew it. They're terrible. So they, the Knicks are the Knicks. Yep, Knicks gonna Nick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, all right. Being somebody who doesn't follow it, yeah, like the Knicks. What what's going on with them? They were right there. They were they're, the lead. They were the leading team. They're a dumpster fire franchise who can't make the right thing happen no matter what. Team. Oh my god! Um, before Joe Lacob took over, uh, they them and the Warriors, they were basically the same fucking thing. Like just garbage franchises. Fun fact: anyway, Steve Kerr it. was almost the head coach for I the know. Knicks. Oh my god, he's dodged. You know, he's like I dodged a bullet. Yeah, so the, the Knicks were in the runnings to, to make a trade for uh, Donovan Mitchell. Um, Donovan Mitchell grew up in that area. Like, he wanted to uh, be part of the Knicks. You know, that was his, that was his goal. He, he really wanted to be there. But the Knicks couldn't get out of their own way. They didn't know what assets they wanted to trade. They, you know, they were trying to give too little for nothing. And it's like, the Knicks need a point guard. They have At this point, they the have Knicks seven power to... forwards and no point guards. The Knicks just really need to look in the mirror look in the reflection and just you're no longer the Knicks like you're not that brand yeah like you're just not and you need to start over as if you're an expansion team 
because the history, the Mecca, the garden, all of this stuff, it's not working. Like it, you need to start over. So anyway, that's enough Nick's talk, but yeah, uh, your James I wasn't, Wiseman question. Yeah. James Wiseman. Um, yeah. So in your eyes this year, he's supposed to not say put it together, but at least play more than a handful of games, right? That that's the goal. That's the idea. He's healthy. He's healthier than he has been in quite some time. Uh, what in your eyes will consider or validate James Wiseman being picked second overall for you guys, as opposed to going with somebody else. Like, What does he need to do this year to prove that to you? This is his third year, right? He's also up for a contract after this year. This is his third year, right? Like this would mm-hmm. be his third season. At this point, I think the best trajectory for him is you're looking at something, you're comparing it to uh, Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid had some questionable first season, two seasons. He had some injuries. And then now, what year five year six he's like an mvp candidate um i think that's what you're kind of hoping for is like in his third year get healthy be more consistent with those flashes and take on that knowledge uh from from looney you know looney gets to his spots he makes the right reads he makes the right pass he gets to the hoop like he know he knows the Warriors' offense and defense. Like, and that's what makes Looney extremely valuable to the Warriors. If by the end of the season, James Wiseman can take over the starting role because he's making the right the right reads, the passes, he's flashing, I would be okay. And obviously, being healthy, then by year four, year five, you start to see that dominant character come out that or that player, I should say. But right now, to say to come out this season and be an MVP, <laughs> not enough minutes. Well, no, I mean, I don't look at it that way. The way I look at it is, is Ant-Man went number one overall to Minnesota. You know, he's obviously a perennial rookie of the year. You know, he's obviously a dynamic scorer. And then you look at um, LaMelo Ball, and, and he's an excellent passer an excellent shooter. Sometimes he makes a little bit questionable decisions with the ball, but he's a great playmaker, you know? Um, what does Wiseman have to do to validate why we didn't go with LaMelo or why? Well, I think, again, you're, you're comparing, like, that's why I said the Joel Embiid is because you can't really compare big men's progress to a wing, you know? Or, or guard, you know, play, yeah. Or guard play, you know, because those guys are going to make flashy plays unless you're, you know, you know, and then having the injury, those guys were healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it takes, was, what was the, the dude's name in um, Sacramento that won rookie of the year. And everybody was like, Oh my God, the Warriors. That, uh, the Ty- Tyreek Evans. Yeah. And then he, yeah. and then he stunk. Yeah. And then after that he stunk. So how many times we've seen rookie of the year guys or guys that made the all-star game their first or second year. And then they stunk, you know? So I mean the 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 odds that you know Wiseman's going to develop into a Joel Embiid. I it, it it could be good. It could be rare. I don't know. He was drafted so high. We haven't really seen the skill set. I still think it's be consistent, take over the starting job by the end of the season. And if that happens, I'm okay. Like that's enough for me. If yeah, he becomes a a, a starter. Yeah, I want to see a 65, 70 games out of him this year. That's that's all I really want. I want him to be healthy. 
and I want him to play effectively. And if he's in the starting lineup, I think that's good. And that means that the Warriors are well on their way to a a back-to-back titles. If, if James Wiseman is healthy, then that's, you're basically adding another big man because he obviously wasn't healthy last year. So that's what I'm looking for from him. mm -hmm. And then like Sam said, the, the trajectory to being like a, you know, a a repeat all-star player um, it's in his skill set, I believe to do that. Otherwise he wouldn't have even been, the number two overall pick. But at this point, you know, we, we got to see it on the court first before I make any kind of declaration like that. Um, just get, get on the court, get healthy and play effectively. That's, that's what I want out of him. I don't give a damn about whether somebody drafted below him is playing better because big men take longer to develop. He's 21 years old right now, right yes. now. And I, he's I think 21. That's... He's so young. Yeah, that needs to be in the conversation. Yeah, when he doesn't, he does not even have his like, you know, man body or whatever. He's not fully developed yet. So I, I want to see that uh, before I start making any declarations. Uh, the MB comparison about, you know, taking him a while to, you know, become what he became. Uh, Giannis took a little bit of uh, time too, a little bit of seasoning before we saw the MVP and NBA champion Giannis that we have now. So, I am I am very content to let him develop as long as he's playing 65, 70 games this year. And, you know, uh, I, I don't expect him to play 82 because that's unrealistic for anybody in the NBA uh, I mean, to Kevon play Looney 82. Play, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, Kevon Looney is a special, special talent, as we saw. The <laughs> No, in my, um, my opinion, I, I agree with what you guys are saying. Um, I ultimately... I don't know what his nickname is. I think people call him Big Jim, whatever you want to call him, right? I think for me, I want to see Kevon Looney become the second, you know, coming off the bench. And I want to see Draymond Green getting less minutes. And I, and I don't say that as in like Draymond Green is over the hill, which maybe he is, maybe he isn't in the sense of a health standard, but he's played how many minutes, how many playoff minutes, you know, I want Wiseman to become that anchor defensively. Like he was almost averaging a block a game in the 22 games that he played. I want to see 2.3, somewhere around there, about two and a half blocks a game, right? I think that's a fair thing to ask, you know, from him. I don't need him chucking threes. I think that's great that he could shoot it. I think it's great that he could do that. But when you're seven foot six, I, I need you by the hoop getting points and I need you clearing screens and getting the other guys. I need Clay Thompson to get back in the swing. I want you to be there for Steph Curry. I want you to be there for Jordan Poole. You know, I want you to be there for Kaminga. I want you to be there for Moody. So in my opinion, a successful season to me is I want to see 60, 75 games somewhere in that realm. You know, I'm probably on the 60 area. I want to see blocks be improved and I want to see Draymond and Looney getting decreased minutes because he's getting those minutes. That's what I want to see. And I think that is a good recipe for running it back to the playoffs and having a good chance to winning it again. All right. I think that will pretty much do it for our main show. Sam has an extra point he wants to talk about. Um, Sam, what do you got? All right. So this, uh, this late morning, 
early afternoon, we uh, start our day and we discover that there's this uh, little brown dog wandering the street. So little chihuahua guy, yeah, little, little chihuahua, what appears. Um, so we we wrangle him up. There's no uh, collar. There's no microchip. We took him to the vet. There's no microchip. And um, we we put the ad up on next door. We contacted the we reported the dog to the police department like you're supposed to do. Um, if we keep this dog or if nobody claims them, we're going to keep the dog as as what it appears. And I think we're going to and unless somebody really comes out and picks up this dog and says it's theirs and we're going to need like photo evidence because in 12 hours we've become uh, attached <laughs> we have already um started to pick some names so as some of our listeners know i know everybody here on the show knows we already have a dog he's adorable you can follow him on instagram <laughs> his name is doolittle <laughs> And he's named after Oakland A's pitcher Sean Doolittle, who's no longer on the A's. But that's who he was named after. So when we picked up, uh, as we like to say, Dewey, uh, when we were trying to find a name for Dewey, we wanted to name him an A's player because Julie and I really bonded over the A's when we first started dating. And we settled on Doolittle. It was just the perfect name. And now... Here, you know, here we are. Uh, dog number two. You guys want to take a wild guess on potential dog number two's name? The only clue is a sports. I, All right. I think, I think I know. And if it's not, it should be. Okay. Um, do you have a name ready, Tyler? I do. All right. Go ahead. Say it. Tony. For Tony Kemp, who we met <laughs> okay. in person. Not going to say the location. I'm not going to disclose that to him, but we met in person. And I think that's a valid, good name. Okay. Seems how we also like to use Tony Kemp's name from a wonderful uh, Apple TV show as a responsionary thing. But <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Vince, so um, my guess is actually not baseball. You said sports, not baseball. So I'm actually going to go basketball. And I think you're going to name him Wardell. Ooh, all right. That's that's my guess. Uh, what's what's the name, Sam? What's the name? If you Hold do on, end up let, keeping let me see this if dog. Tim wants to jump in. Tim, you want to take a shot? Ah, uh, well, I mean, it would most likely be somebody who was on the A's, and so maybe like Henderson. You know? Okay. It's not bad. One. Not bad. One. I, re- I respect yeah. it. All right. So you're all wrong. I figure. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> Maybe it's a Raider, isn't it? The closest <laughs> was... It's Jimmy G. It's Jimmy G. Was Tim. <laughs> Henderson ended up coming in third place. Okay. Okay. Second place was Raleigh. Okay. Okay. The first place name for dog number two is... Butter. Stewart. <laughs> Named after Stewart? Dave Stewart. Yeah, Dave Stewart. Oh, so, yeah. I love it. Call him his <laughs> no, be, so the the thing is, is when we were saying we were thinking about Raleigh, we really loved Raleigh because it's, it's Raleigh fingers, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem with that is that Raleigh and Dewey, that I E Y. 
uh-huh. could confuse the dog. So we didn't want to get too confusing with it. So like Stuart is a very clear as, motorcycle. As, as long uh, as you don't shorten it to Stewie. Stewie so and Dewey. Like, that's that's even <laughs> Stewie. closer. Stewie and Dewey. That's we did talk about that, but the nicknames of Stewie and Dewey are just too cute. So mm-hmm. and um, Dave Stewart I, was I a badass. Yes, I could absolutely. Have yeah. Just I've got his cheated. number retired. I've under the I've now come to the realization that I was in a group chat and uh Julia had expressed the dog's name, and I could have looked at my phone and I forgot all about it, and I could have cheated. So just so viewers know, I'm an honest person. Good for you. We appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not as noble. So so the, uh, that's a fun little extra point that we ended on. Um, the kick is up and it's good. So um, uh, let's uh, wrap this bad boy up. Um, you can reach us uh, it's on social media at SVT Sports Pod on Instagram and Twitter. We're on YouTube now. Uh, look for us um, at SVT Sports Pod. You can also send us an email, SVT Sports Pod at gmail.com. Uh, please slide into our DMs. We are looking forward to interacting with you all. If you think Sam is crazy for naming his dog after Dave Stewart, which you're wrong, but um, if you will have beef with that, please tweet at us and come at us. We would love the interaction. <laughs> And uh, with that, I think it's time we say good night, fellas. Good night, fellas. Good night, guys. Good night, everybody. Good night. Another great one in the books. <laughs>